Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six figure income around my nine to five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief but now operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts, to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. Have you ever failed in your business and thought, why is this happening to me? I'm going to challenge you today to reframe that question and ask yourself, how is this happening for me? What is the blessing? What is the lesson in this failure? I'm going to share with you my own trials and tribulations in entrepreneurship and how the failures have turned into blessings. And I hope this inspires you. This is going to be a quickie episode about failure. And how do you interpret it? What do you do with it? And how do you move forward? So I'm going to start with one of my favorite quotes of all time by Napoleon Hill. Before success in any man's life, he is sure to meet temporary defeat and perhaps some failure. When defeat overtakes a man, the easiest and most logical thing to do is quit. That is what the majority of men do. Coming from the book of Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich, and it really goes back to that mindset in entrepreneurship. And one of the things that just surfaces over and over and over again is that successful entrepreneurs have the mental toughness that others don't. They can, they can sustain the highs and the lows and ultimately land at an equilibrium and learn from the lows. Most people do not have the mental toughness to endure entrepreneurship uncharted territory, the uncertainty of moving forward in a space people have never gone before. So here's the thing. If you're listening to this podcast, you have some level of interest in entrepreneurship if you're not already one yourself. And so I want to ask you, you know, have you ever felt like quitting? Have you ever felt just like giving up? Because if so, I hear you. I hear you. I've been there so many times. And like I said, What separates successful entrepreneurs from those who don't meet their potential potential and succeed is the quitting when the going gets tough. How many of you have started so many things but never finished them, right? If that's the case, entrepreneurship may not be for you, right? The people who don't succeed generally don't have the mental toughness to endure the lessons of failures as blessings that happened for them, not to them. So that's what this episode is all about today is when failures happen in your life as you're chasing your dreams, are you looking for the lessons and the blessings in the failures 
Or are you using them as a reason to throw in the towel and say that you're not cut out for it? I challenge you to think of failures as happening for you, not to you. And I'm going to share with you specifically where this has happened with me. There's millions I could share with you, but today I'm going to give you a great example that many of you may not even know about. Okay. So here's my example of massive failure that had such a massive blessing on the back end that I couldn't see in the middle of it. Okay. Did you know that three months after I launched my first ever LinkedIn bootcamp, just three months, I was hacked and I lost access to my social media accounts and never regained access to my Facebook account ever again. Never. That same hacker got into my PayPal accounts, was taking money out of my accounts, was invoicing clients, got into my bank accounts, got into all of my email accounts. Guys, the list goes on and on. It was devastating. It nearly ruined me. Many a days I was in tears, bawling. I really just wanted to go in a closet with a bottle of wine and a gallon of ice cream and shut the door. How many of you guys have felt that way before? I was getting harassing emails from the hackers with links for donations. Give us $1,000 and we'll give you your accounts back. Guys, the harassment was endless. I almost gave up. I almost gave up where most people would. Do you know at that point, I hadn't even made $5,000. I hadn't made $5,000 in my new coaching business yet. How many of you would have said, well, that was a sign. This isn't for me. I need to be done, right? All I was getting was sleepless nights, headache, and heartache, right? I almost gave up. Almost gave up. I'd only made $5,000. On the back end, I look back now, and we're, we're, we're nearly hitting the million-dollar tipping point in this business. And I could have given up at making $5,000 and being hacked, okay? So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. That hack, I'm telling you right now, I had to take a complete halt from my coaching because I had zero access to my clients that I had built up a community and created. I had a private Facebook community where I was getting lots of traction. I was getting a ton of clients. They were getting great success. And I was about to fold into another launch. And I had a choice. I'd lost all of it. I had a choice. Give up on this business I'd launched because I'd literally lost all my connections, all my contacts of interested parties, not to mention just the administrative nightmare of the billing accounts, email accounts, oh, my bank accounts, all of it. Or through incredible mentorship, by the way, I think part of what gave me the mental toughness to get through this was that I already hired and invested in a business coach. And she was helping me through this. She was my rock. And she challenged me. What is the lesson and blessing in this? This is happening for you, Melissa. This isn't happening to you. I know you can't see the light now, but you're going to look back on this and know that this happened for you. Well, you guessed it. You guessed it. I got through the turmoil I spent literally two months putting it back, putting my business back together. 
plugging all the holes, getting the hackers out of my accounts. And I learned three very important lessons that influence, impact, and informed the business that I have today. And the first blessing was that I learned you should never solely depend on social media for contacts and leads for your business to generate a revenue stream. Never. You should have a comprehensive email list that you are tracking. And we have that now, my friends. We have an email list. We have a lead magnet. We bring everyone who's following me into sharing something free of value to them for their email. And now we have them as a contact to stay connected no matter what. It's not a good move to depend solely on social media for your connections. And I learned a really great lesson that a single income stream is really not that smart. Luckily for me, I had a great passive income with my network marketing business that was paying all my bills while this disaster happened. Had I been an online business coach living off of this income and my business had come to a halt and I couldn't generate income, imagine how devastating it would have been. So I will never go a day without being affiliated with a social selling business that generates passive income for me ever. Mark my words. Number two lesson I learned, I realized that so many technical things in retrospect needed to be fixed in my business before I scaled from making $5,000 to making a seven-figure brand this year. The administrative mistakes were costly when I was starting up, but they would have been devastating for the business I have today had I not had this edit the two-step authentication factors and all the security things I have in place today. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Are you ready to start having way more fun adding new business partners to your social selling team this summer? Or maybe you're just burnt out and worn out of the old recruitment tactics that aren't working anymore, that are just hard to stand out on platforms that so many other social sellers are using. It's time you start getting the return on investment you were hoping for with your business. You're working hard. You're just on the wrong platform with the wrong message to find the business partners that are gonna lock arms with you and build your dreams together. I'm gonna let you in on how I built multiple six-figure businesses, multiple six-figure businesses, using the power of LinkedIn and my proven methods over a free five-day course. Avoid that dreaded summer business drip that so many experience in social selling. Register today and let's start having fun. Go check out the Burnout to All Out Facebook page, join our free community and get registered today. We launch on May 17th. Hope to see you in my free workshop. So here's what I learned in lesson two from a technical aspect. In the past, I gave contractors my username and passwords to my accounts, everything that they were having access to, I gave it to them. Guys, that was a fatal mistake, especially if you're using Fiverr. If you're using Fiverr and you're using contractors across the world and you don't know them and you're paying bottom dollar price for their work, you better bet they're selling your personal information on the black web. 
They totally are. That's what happened to me. Use something like LastPass. It's a security-based uh, website where it holds all your passwords so you can have contractors in your space but not have access to your passwords. And sorry, I have a scratchy voice today. I've, I've had a crazy week with my family and uh, picked up some kind of little bug, a little cold, so I've got a little scratchy voice here. Okay, the other thing I learned, and this may sound like totally common sense to some of you, but some of you I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to be speaking to you. Don't use the same username and password for everything. Guys, I had done that to make my life easier. My email password was the same as my Facebook password, was the same as my Gmail account, my, my everything. So when I had a contractor in Bangladesh working on coding for my Facebook account for Pixels, he now had a username and password. If all he did was dabble and play, he'd find, wow, I can get into everything Melissa owns with the same username and password, including her PayPal account. Guys, go back and make sure they're all unique. They're all unique. It destroyed me. It destroyed me. The other thing, two-step authentication factors. What is that? You can put it on LinkedIn, you can put it on Facebook, you can put it on Instagram, you can put it on your websites. Everything I have now has a two-step authentication factor, which means in order to get in, you don't just, you can't just use the password and the username. I now get a code texted to my phone that says, hey, someone's trying to sign in. It may even be you on your own device, but we need to know the code we just texted you for you to get in. That's what we call a two-step authentication factor so that someone gets a hold of your username and password, they still can't get into your account unless they actually own your cell phone and get your real-time text. I, I have this with my bank accounts now, my credit cards, everything, everything. And this was such an incredible lesson to learn before scaling a big business, right? Oh my gosh. The third and final thing I learned that I think is likely the most important lesson of them all and blessing was learning the mental agility to adapt to the unpredictability of entrepreneurship and looking back in hindsight and saying, wow, <laughs> wow, I thought in the thick of that, that it was the worst of times, worst of times. But in retrospect, it was the best thing that could have happened to me as an entrepreneur to help me get ready for the growth phase and expansion I was about to experience. And what it did for me as a business owner and an entrepreneur is, again, create the mental toughness to prepare me for the ups and downs and unpredictability of entrepreneurship moving forward so that I could be a rock for my team so that when the unpredictability happened again, I could be confident for them that it was happening for us and not to us. So the bottom line is the universe threw me a curveball, a curveball on purpose before the business got too big so that it would be protected when we got to where we are today. And I'll, I'll share with you more on lessons as, as we move forward in the podcast. 
for insights for your own business. But here's the thing. Since then, I've had ups and downs in my business. January was a really tough month for us. We had some really, really nasty clients try to do some devastating things to our business. And I was really proud and surprised at myself because as it came at us, I was actually ready for it. And instead of it tearing me down, this may sound crazy, but I was actually at a point where I thought, this is going to sound crazy, but I was excited to understand what the lesson was on the back end. And the incredible lesson was that when you have a business this big, you better have a good attorney because the larger and bigger your business becomes, the larger the target on your back. The more people don't see you as a person and they see you as a corporation and they, they treat you differently. They forget that there's a human behind the brand, right? There's a human behind the email accounts for my team. And when devastation happens and when disruption happens now, like it did in January, it ruffled my team and shook my team way more than it did me. And I needed, I needed the devastation the year before as a solopreneur before becoming a CEO because it gave me the mental strength to be a rock for my team when they were rattled and to persevere and move forward for them knowing that there was a blessing on the back end, right? And we've become an even stronger company, stronger team with an incredible legal team that needed to happen when we get to this point in our business. So here's the thing with the ups and downs, they create muscle to endure the choppy waters, the choppy waters, right? So many entrepreneurs stay underwater when the current hits and the undertow hits and they just roll and roll and roll underwater, not knowing that all they have to do is lift their head above water, lift their head above water, pull themselves out of the undertow of those choppy waters before giving up to see the blessing and the lesson that's in, it's, it's occurring right before their eyes right before their eyes. So guys, my message today, don't give up on your dreams. When tough times hit, be excited and be willing to seek to understand the blessing in the failure. Recognize it as a lesson and not a failure at all, that it's moving you forward, creating a learning curve to prepare you for the expansion and the growth ahead. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Where have you failed? And in retrospect, it's been a blessing. I'd love to hear. Please come to the Burnout to All Out Facebook community after this podcast drops and let us know. Let us know your insights and blessings and lessons in entrepreneurship and failure. So we meet again. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co.
Co. or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out and make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second, gave me that five-star review of the show, and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode. <music>